This is All Roads Lead To with Al and Janae. The place where we share and talk about the people, places, and passions that have impacted us on the road of life. Hi, I'm Al. Hi, I'm Janae. And we're back for another episode of All Roads Lead To with Al and Janae. And today we're talking about uh, one of our favorite topics, not only sports, but specifically the coaches that are there and the NCAA tournament, 2021 tournament, uh, has been kind of full of what it usually is with the surprises, but also some constants that you expect. I always like to say that the players, they are the engine of the tournament, but the coaches, they actually are the drivers. So First of all, shout out to all of the coaches, whether you're a coach in the elementary okay. school uh, level, high school, college, no matter what. Uh, hey, big hand clap and uh, appreciation to you. Uh, coaches mean a whole lot, don't they? They absolutely do. And they they um, really balance so many different things. Yeah. And I look at like, you know, do, no matter what level, parents are, you know, super invested in yeah. everything that they do. And depending on at each level, there's pressure to perform, to get the most out of the players. And they they have to really um, navigate so yeah. many different pressures and often underappreciated in many cases, sometimes undercompensated, you know, at the local and high school levels. Often, you know, you have times when if it's rec or other things, you may be volunteering or, you know, doing this, um, you know, in addition to something else. And then for those who commit it as a career and time, there's just so much volatility sometimes yeah. with that, you know? Yeah. And so we look at those who are kind of mainstays and often that is kind of like the standard, but there's so many other coaches who we find, you know, really kind of taking the hits when, you know, different, different things happen that cause, you know, unexpected results. And sometimes they're things out of their control. So big props to coaches. They do, they are, they are the constant and really without them, no matter how, no matter what type of type of team you form, the coaches really make such a such an integral part of of taking teams to the winning level. Absolutely. So, ladies, first we want to start out talking about the ladies, uh, the ladies uh, coaches first. So we want to give a shout out to a couple of uh, NCAA uh, women's coaches. Yes. First, I love to give a shout out to Don Staley. Okay. Who was one of my favorite players back in the day mm. and is now the coach of the Gamecocks in University of South Carolina. Um, I remember looking at some um, of the footage and of that last moments really of the game with Stanford. And there were some comparisons to the loss that she had as a player mm. um, in, in Virginia. And so, just looking back at that, though, I just I was really encouraged as she was saying, you know, I've been able to put that behind me and kind of move on and encourage her star players to do the same. But she has just been an amazing um, force to be reckoned with, really, on the women's side of um, of the ball and the tournament. Great. And I also want to shout out Coach Adia Barnes of uh, the University of Arizona uh, for the women's basketball team there. Um, she's just notable for so many things, not only her. Uh, coaching ability, but also her husband is on her staff as one of her coaches. Nice. Uh, so they're right there on the bench together during the championship game when they played Stanford this year. She came out a little late at halftime and people were wondering for a while, you know, hey, uh, where's Coach Barnes and everything? Right. But uh, she's also uh, has a newborn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so uh, she was pumping. They, exactly. Exactly. She was pumping. Yeah. 
Uh, so again, shout out to her really guiding her team, you know, came up just a little short in the championship game. Uh, but uh, again, a big appreciation uh, to uh, Coach Barnes and to Coach uh, Staley on the men's side of things. Um, again, uh, you had uh, Coach Mark Few uh, with Gonzaga uh, yes. leading them to uh, an undefeated uh, regular season and so many things that they did in uh, the tournament uh, and all. And also, I, I've got to say, what was the game of the year? For me, the game of the tournament was not the championship game, but was really the final four game between Gonzaga and UCLA. Yes. Okay. And um, you can go back and you can look at and see what happened. Uh, Spoiler alert here. Uh, (laughs) Gonzaga wins on literally a last second three uh, to win the game. Yes. It's going to be a classic. (laughs) Yes. It's an instant classic. Uh, UCLA, but they, UCLA gave their all. I mean, their absolute all. And what stood out for me was watching an interview of uh, UCLA's coach, Mick Cronin, at the end. They said, you know, well, coach, uh, what did you say to your guys uh, after the game? Well, you know, what were your words to them? And he kind of looked at the person, at the camera, really, uh, and said in response to that question, you know, he said, I said to them, what more could I have asked of them? Mm, mm-hmm, they really mm-hmm. gave their all. And he said, you gave me your all. You gave the school there. Uh, it's all. And so um, what what a thing for a coach to say yeah. in that moment after these yeah. guys are literally crying. They are heartbroken, um, not expecting to lose like that. Um, right. uh, but really a coach. It just reminded me again of the opportunity that is there when you are in coaching scenarios to influence and impact uh, people, not just on their moments when they're having highs, but when, when, when you're devastated, I mean, when literally the bottom has dropped out uh, the opportunity for a coach to really give some great influence there. And so uh, shout out to those. And then, you know, with this year's tournament, especially in 2021, um, we saw, coaches that really kind of came back to where it all started for them. I kind of think of, uh, I almost want to play the theme for welcome back Cotter right yeah. now. Welcome back. You know, uh, your dreams were your ticket out and, uh, you know, the context of welcome back Cotter, a TV show, uh, where, a student at a school came back to actually be a teacher at that same school. And so that's the whole welcome back Cotter, uh, context. But I mean, we had two coaches in particular that we want to highlight, at least right now, uh, that came back. The first is uh, Coach Patrick Ewing, hey. uh, coach of the Georgetown Hoyas. Yeah, I think going to your point, too, I just want to say that th- the coaches that you're describing, and even when we see with UCLA, that's what you want to send your children to play for. That's yeah. the type of person that you want to entrust your child to. Um, and that sentiment that you can put the, the the players above the outcome or the or the final score mm. I think is really so crucial and I think to see you know so much monetizing and so much commercialization of um, sports at such an early stage I mean almost from the AAU level now and earlier on and so to see that I think that's what engenders me to the the tournament in a mm. sense is like the human element of it and I think you know in so many ways professional basketball has has lost some of that to me to a degree. And I think even with these players leaving so early now from college, we're losing some of, I think, that 
um, continuity sometimes of having that four-year player and all that you can see of the growth over the you know successive tournaments of certain players and getting to that point. I think what I love about Patrick Ewing and um, and some of the players that we'll probably discuss a little bit who have come back to their teams is that we kind of got to see them grow with their coaches over the course of tournaments. Wow. And that's what I love about Pat Ewing and that dynamic that he had with John Thompson. And so for me, what is so special about seeing him come back is that it feels like an extension of a bigger legacy. Mm. And it's an extension of John Thompson's legacy, but I think also of that, um, of that, that development and, you know, that growth. And I think there's a, a, a call to me in a sense of that time when there was more of that happening and not to diminish that, you know, there was still definitely, you know, um, a lot of commercialism and a lot of, you know, um, staging and things around those players. But I guess in the sense, maybe some of it is a little bit, um, <laughs> I guess you kind of idealize it a little bit, yeah. but I definitely feel that him coming back though is a, um, extension of the Thompson legacy. And I'm really excited to see that. And it was so, and I think also of the, the philosophy of basketball that John Thompson really um, indoctrinated to me at Georgetown. And I'm seeing some of that come out. He's definitely, you know, coaching his own way, but yeah. there's definitely, I think a lot of the philosophy that was there under Thompson coming out on the basketball side. So it's great to see. I'm super excited to see him back with Georgetown. And we've talked about coach Thompson in an earlier episode. So you can, yeah. um, you know, kind of hear our thoughts about that. But you go from John Thompson Jr. Yes. Talking about Georgetown now. Yes. Uh, and then when he left, uh, it went to Craig Eshrick, who was the coach then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, the you know, the team kind of kind of went on from there. Then, it, then, you know, and there's another pressure, I think, that is there when John Thompson III became uh, the coach uh, there. So, I mean, that's literally the Thompson name. That is yeah. all of that. And, you know, we can probably talk about that uh, at a different time as well. And so now with Patrick Ewing coming in, um, there is, like you're saying, a reflection or a mirror uh, back to that legacy of from 1982 when they were in the championship game uh, against North Carolina of them Um, being the powerhouses and part of the engine of the Big East uh, coming on. So to see Georgetown, especially win the Big East tournament uh, on a very, you know, significant special day, and you go back and you can hear our thoughts about that on our uh, Facebook Live that we did um, for for that. Um, All the the thoughts are there, so I don't want to repeat that (laughs) right here necessarily right now. But um, again, seeing these people in these roles, there there is a whole lot of nostalgia there is. Uh, yes, that that it brings. I think it is unfair though mm. to look at um, uh, these these individuals and kind of only look at them backwards. True. Um, True. You know, because we're kind of in a context, and it's something we all do. I'm saying myself included. It's something we all do, and we kind of want that old time, but. Uh, it's 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 interesting to be able to uh, to see as well the other coach uh, that has gone back uh, to their school that we want to highlight at least right now is Coach Jawan Howard yes, of the five. Michigan Wolverines and um, again uh, who just happened to be for this season the AP Coach of the Year. Well deserved. Well deserved. And again, what I like about Jawan Howard, uh, especially at Michigan. He is not just window dressing. 
he's not just a name there just to be a name. Uh, for those of you listening to, if you never looked up anything about the Fab Five, I want to recommend that you look up the uh, ESPN documentary, uh, the Phenomenal. Fab Five, uh, which is, again, I think I've said it on an early episode, but this I will repeat here and now. Every time it comes on, I watch the entire thing. <laughs> um, it, it's just that it's just that good. Uh, and it that's our time. Yes, you know? it's a golden era. I I won't say that it's, you know, the best era, but that to me, that 80s, mid 80s to mid 90s NCAA era for me was golden. And that Fab Five, the Carolina, the Duke team at that time. I mean, that and the, the documentary looks at the recruits yeah. for a lot of, you know, uh, the Division One schools, the top, basketball schools we're looking at a lot of the same players and it's just phenomenal to see um Jawan Howard particularly coming back I remember Steve Fisher the Michigan coach yeah. of Fab Five saying you know he wasn't necessarily the most gifted or most talented player but he was such a hard worker and such a determined player that you know he was um one of his top players because of his work ethic and for the heart that he had for the game yeah. and just recently just reading some um some pieces about him. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. he's from Chicago. Um, his parents um, had some struggles with addictions. And so his grandmother raised him, but he was saying that basketball, the structure, the, um, the discipline of basketball is what saved him. And so I really always admired, even I felt like he was a mature player, even, you know, um, at Michigan, it seemed like there's just a maturity about him. And when you read it, I was reading some of um, just background, of his love for coaching and that he had been coaching in Miami, but really um, was a little dismayed with the entitlement that so many players had. And it didn't remind him really of the loves that he had for basketball at that same stage, because it wasn't as much the glitz and the glamour and the, um, the, the lights of basketball. It was the grind of basketball that really was a driver for him. And so it it really seems that that's what he's putting into the coaching side of it. And it's really beautiful to see um, him nurturing that in students and in players. And there is a synergy that you sense between he and his players that um, they just really seem to, you know, just ball out for him. And it's, it's, it's really, it's really great to see. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing. Um, one of the things for me, Janae, is to realize that we are at this kind of stage now <laughs> where the people who we saw playing in college are now coming back uh, to be coaches. And again, at different stages. And again, Patrick Ewing had a, a different career, in, at least NBA wise, that was in of a different timing than Jawan Howard's as far as their start dates and their end dates. Right. Um, but nevertheless, kind of seeing these people that we did watch. Yeah. Growing up, uh, seeing them them come back. And so, again, we don't want to put all the pressure of uh, our nostalgia right. on them as coaches. Uh, but uh, I'm sure if we were able to get a chance to interview them, hint, hint, uh, <laughs> Patrick it. Ewing, hint, hint, Juwan Howard, yes. uh, we would love to find out what it's like. And I'm sure they've been asked this uh, many times, but really what it is to be back. I know, you know, there's some places you always say, hey, I love, always love to come back and do this here where you've been before. And uh, for them to do it and do it in the way that they're doing it right now um, is just, it's something that's really great to see. Absolutely. And I think it really gives an opportunity to extend the legacy 
um, for both of them, although not necessarily to look backwards, but also to look forward, because I think with so much of the controversy and so much that happened with the Fab Five, I think it's great to see and hopefully see some kind of almost, I don't know if you would call it reconciliation, but some synergy and some connectedness between what that group of guys brought to Michigan lore and to the, the, you yeah. know, the acclaim of Michigan basketball and to see him extending that. And I, hopefully the goodwill that was brought by them playing um, as freshmen and, you know, just coming to such a high level of basketball so early in their um, college careers and now seeing him be able to nurture, um, you know, and grow a team and really bringing them, you know, yeah. into um, back into the really top seed and, yeah. you know, to a great place. And they definitely had that in the years past as well. But I just think that's a great connection and kind of full circle moment that I think is really is really sweet. There's a sweetness to that. And similarly with I think with Pat Ewing um, and in that way. So I'm I'm really excited. And in, in, um, in, like you're saying, I think it's, it's two different, two different, um, I guess, energy or two different journeys in yeah. a sense. But yeah. definitely really excited to see them come back. And I think there is that throwback aspect of it. Yeah. Where yeah. you really get to kind of, you know, have a different way of connecting with some of the things you really loved about um, basketball during your youth. So thanks to them for those throwbacks. <laughs> and, you know, real quick in uh, passing, we want to also give a shout out to Coach Hubert Davis. Yeah. Who has been selected uh, to succeed Coach Roy Williams as coach Major. of University of Star North Hills. Carolina. And so, again, another kind of college system where they are keeping it within the family so to yeah speak. yeah good point so yeah. i i hope grant hill or uh jeff capel get a get a good look at him and yeah. duke as well so yeah. just yeah. a little uh <laughs> a yeah. little foreshadowing we hope for that situation at some point down the road but exactly. i'm sure it's down the road coach k still still putting it down <laughs> and you know in closing uh i want to just kind of give a shout out to one of our coaches um Coach James Roddy yes. is uh, someone who we lost at the end of 2020, right at the end of 2020, uh, but who was just a model of a person, as a man and of a coach uh, in every sense of the word. And so these men that we are talking about today, you know, when I think of uh, people who have been influential in uh, our lives in a direct and indirect way, uh, Coach James Roddy is definitely one that, that comes up. Oakwood University Ambassadors. Oakwood University Ambassadors. So thank you for joining us for this episode of All Roads Lead To with Al and Janae. We are so glad to share our podcast with you. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and on social media. So please listen, share, and tell a friend about All Roads Lead To with Al and Janae, the place where we talk about the people, the places, and the passions that have impacted us along the road of life.